Yes. Then that was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the sanctuary once again. Today's episode, a motherfucker has something to talk about today. You know, it's gonna be a motherfucking freestyle, of course. But me and my mom was having a fucking conversation the other day. Um, we was talking about the movie Cocaine Bear. I want to go see that shit, too. I've been bullshitting. I should have went and seen that shit this weekend, but, you know, motherfuckers be on some bullshit. But, uh, anyway, that's what a nigga want to talk about. A motherfucker want to talk about Ice Cube's son. Shout out to O'Shea Jackson Jr. I think that's what I might literally name this shit, the, o- the O'Shea Jackson Jr. freestyle and shit. Because we was talking about Ice Cube's son and, you know, how he had to do his thing and move and groove through Hollywood. Like, even though he had the advantage of having a famous father, he still had to do what he had to do to get where he at. And shout out to him for that. What's going on to the motherfucking Liquor Talk podcast? How you doing up in this motherfucker? But, yeah, like, you know, that's kind of what a nigga want to talk about, you know, because in life. No matter what fucking cards you get dealt, no matter what the fuck hand you get dealt, life ain't about the hands you get get dealt. It's how you play the hand that you get dealt. You know, and that's what the motherfucker want to talk about. Like, a lot of motherfuckers will try to take away your credit for the position that you got put in in life when you was born. And we don't have no control over that shit. We don't have no motherfucking control over where we was born. We don't have no control over the income of our parents. The only thing we have control of is the moves that we make. What's going on, my nigga Hoochie Harrison? Hoochie salute up in this motherfucker. But, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, no matter where the fuck you was born, no matter what fucking income level you come from, no matter who your friend group was, shit, nigga, no matter what fucking mistakes you make throughout life, it's always about what the fuck you doing now and what the fuck you doing moving forward. You know, like I said, as far as, like, Ice Cube's son. You know, he got the role as his father in the, the NWA movie and shit. What's going on, John Watson? Sports for you podcast. Y'all niggas see that shit going on behind me. But like Ice Cube had Ice Cube's son had to um audition for the part of his father in the movie. Like I'm pretty sure, nigga, there was all types of actors that was auditioning for that part. And Ice Cube's son happened to be the motherfucker that got the part. You know, and again, as much as being his son and having his genetics inside you, you know, gives you the advantage of looking like him by default, the nigga still had to fucking audition, my nigga. Like, this fucking movie was so important to the culture. They couldn't fumble it because of um, nepotism. Like, he couldn't be like, oh, I'm just going to let my son do this shit. Because shit, nigga, truth be told, I'm sure MC Ren probably got a son. Shit, we know for a fact Easy e got a motherfucking son. Shout out to Lil' Easy. You know, um, Dr. Dre got a son. Like, nigga, they couldn't just cast everybody's son in the fucking movie because everybody's son ain't a fucking actor. You know, like, in, in life, nigga, even if you have an advantage, even if it's something that you think you might deserve, you know, because something else that I say all the motherfucking time, In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you have the leverage to negotiate. And in this case, 
the nigga didn't get what he deserved. He got what he had to hustle to go and get. He had what he he got what he had the talent to go and acquire. What's going on, bless that head? What's going on, uh, Leah from the Art of Lingo podcast? Like that's the fucking thing. Like just because you think your ass deserves some shit, that don't mean a motherfucking thing. You know, like that's something that that I've been learning throughout life. You know, like my relationship with my dad is. You know, it, it goes ebbs and flows and shit, you know, and a lot of it is just how I view him. I view uh, how he was as a father. I'm not going to say raised me, but how my father was as a father. You know, it's a lot of shit that I learned just throughout that good and bad. You know, like I say, nigga, the reason I've never been like mad at my dad or resenting my dad because. Good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, I've been learning from this motherfucker my whole life. So, like I say all the time, I don't have no regrets because the shit that I liked, that's cool. The shit that I learned, that's cool. The shit that I didn't like, I also learned from. Like, the the, the, the methods that my dad had that I didn't agree with, I learned from. So, I'm cool with that shit. And uh, Leah, I'm talking about motherfucking Cocaine Bear in the, uh, the NWA movie. Talking about um, Ice Cube's son and how he had to audition for the motherfucking part of his father in the N.W.A. movie. You know, a lot of motherfuckers felt like he got the part just because he was Ice Cube's son. And that's not fucking true because Ice Cube, I mean, um, Dr. Dre had a son, you know, fucking Easy e got a son. And they sons look like them, but that didn't guarantee them the fucking part. Like you still had to go in there and do your motherfucking thing. Because they had to do that part justice. But, you know, like, as far as, like, me and my dad, like, it was shit that I didn't really like about how he handled fatherhood with me and my brothers and sisters and then there's shit that I fucked with. But, like I said, all of it I learned from. You know, like, about nepotism. You know, like, me growing up, like, nigga, my dad didn't believe in giving me shit. You know, whether it was shit that I felt, like I said, like it was shit that I felt like I deserved. Nigga, I felt like, nigga, at 16, I should get a car. I'm a good student. I'm handling my motherfucking business. Nigga, I feel like you should give me a car. Nigga, shit, about like 9th, 10th grade, nigga, around that area. Shit, nigga, I found out I was not getting a car at 16. I immediately started back fucking up in school. Because for a cool minute, I was fucking up in school. Like junior high, fucked up in school. You know, like a lot of the reason that I moved back with my dad in Compton was literally, nigga, when I was in eighth grade, like seventh grade, I fucked up through seventh grade because I was in gate, like I was in gifted classes. And the motherfuckers told me that it's impossible to fail when you in gifted classes. So I just fucking kicked it. My nigga, I didn't do no work because I'm like, shit, nigga, why would I do work? I can't fail. It's impossible to fail. Y'all niggas going to pass me no matter what. So I spent the whole seventh grade just kicking it because I knew that they couldn't fail me, my nigga. So being that I was in gifted classes, I couldn't fail. So, boom, cruise through that motherfucker. Got to, you know, pause, nigga. I got all D's and shit, my nigga. They couldn't give me no F's. So that was the worst grade I can get. Only classes that I passed was motherfucking P.E. And I had like an elective, which I don't even fucking remember what that motherfucker was. It was probably like an art class or something. Eighth grade come, I get kicked out of gate, duh, because I was not doing shit. I was bullshitting. So eighth grade, I ain't gonna front. Nigga, I fucked off in eighth grade too. Nigga, I, I I didn't do shit. Nigga, I just was already in my element of not doing my motherfucking work. So I just didn't do my shit. 
I did very well in class. I always passed my test because the thing about me and the type of student that I was growing up, I always believed in learning. Like I always paid attention. I always would try to get the information. I just never was the type of motherfucker to turn around and put that shit on paper. So like my, 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 my teachers always knew that I was smart. They knew that I understood the material. They just knew that my lazy ass wasn't finna do the homework, my nigga, because I enjoyed taking the test because I was going to get the highest grade in the class. So, yeah, nigga, let me go ahead and ace this motherfucking test to make you niggas look stupid because I'm the nigga sitting in the back of the class with a motherfucking F. But when this test come, nigga, my grade going to be at the top of that motherfucker. You know, so that was eighth grade. So when ninth grade come, nigga, my mom came to me with like an envelope from the high school in the, of the city that I lived in. And that motherfucker was empty. So I'm like, mom, what the fuck is this fucking empty ass envelope? She said, yo, classes. Since you want to bullshit in junior high school, nigga, I'm going to go ahead and keep your ass up there. And maybe you could pass eighth grade on the second fucking turn. I was like. She, 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 she. No motherfucking way, buddy. I moved my motherfucking ass right back to Compton. Nigga, I moved in with my dad. So, nigga, when I was living with my dad, a nigga was on honor roll, my nigga, in the ninth grade. Nigga, like, shit, nigga, most of the beginning of the ninth grade, nigga, I was on the honor roll. But me and this nigga fucking got into it because I ended up getting a fucking progress report from one of my classes. And the progress report wasn't because I was failing. It was literally because... You know, nigga, I went to fucking Compton High, dog. Like, nigga, Compton High, when I was there, I don't know what Compton High like now, but when I went to Compton High, that motherfucker was poor as fuck. Any motherfucker listening to this show that went to Compton High, y'all niggas know around like 98, 99, nigga, the A building was shut down, which was like the main fucking building that you see when you drive past on motherfucking occasion and shit. And nigga, that's the fucking office and all, all that shit was shut down. Nigga, Compton High was poor, nigga, like on some bank, some bankrupt shit. So I was sharing a book with the homie, my nigga. And mind you, the homie, nigga, shout out to my nigga. Uh, I can't even say this nigga name on this motherfucker, dog. Nigga, shout out to motherfucking Lil Spank. Let's just put it that way. I ain't gonna say my nigga real name. Shout out to Lil Spank from the hood. Nigga, it was me and Lil Spank sharing a book. So they get they get a little spanked the book. They should have gave me the book because I actually wanted to like in ninth grade. I, I actually was trying to apply myself because, you know, I was living with my dad. So it's like, nigga, I know, you know, living with my mom, like my mom is, you know, she she handled her motherfucking business. But like my mom, her mind kind of worked like how mine do. Like, nigga, long as you understand what the fuck going on, that's cool. That's enough, my nigga. Long as you ain't stupid. Because my mom always knew, nigga, I was going to be straight. Like, as far as, you know, she knew just off my level of intelligence, I was going to be okay. So it wasn't like she was kicking me all in my ass about fucking up in school. I would just be on punishment a lot. I would get in trouble a lot. And the type of kid that I am, my mom know. Like, I'm stubborn. Nigga, you going to whoop my ass and I'm still going to keep fucking up. Nigga, you going to put me on punishment and I'm going to keep on fucking up. Like, I'm not going to tighten my shit up until I feel like tightening up, my nigga. So that's what it was with me. So when I moved in with my dad, nigga, I was actually trying to apply myself because I knew, like, nigga, there's incentives here. I'm back in my element. I'm at Compton High at the school I always wanted to go to. So let me actually handle my motherfucking business. 
So fast forward, nigga, we get this motherfucking, this motherfucking textbook. Nigga, literally, the day they gave us the textbook, Lil Spank threw that motherfucker away. Like, cuz, fuck this book. Whoop. I'm like, why you ain't give me the book? He was like, cuz, you ain't gonna do your homework neither. That's why you at Compton High. Because the reason I ended up at Compton High, that I, I skipped a step. The reason I ended up at Compton High, because my dad wanted to check me into Long Beach, Jordan. But my grades was so fucked up, Long Beach, Jordan wouldn't accept me. I would have had to go to a fucking continuation school in Long Beach. So he ended up checking me in the Compton High, even though he didn't want to check me in the Compton High, because he didn't want me ending up from the hood. He didn't want me gangbanging, my nigga. And I ended up at Compton High, so y'all niggas know what happened. But what you say to Nightmare King, the same thing happened to me until I got in high school. Yeah, see, dog, that's what I'm saying. I, I was fucking up, so that's how I ended up at Compton High. I went to Compton High because my grades was too fucked up for me to get into Long Beach, Jordan. And he was pissed off about that shit, nigga. I still remember that shit, nigga. So, funny story, just to break from this shit. Nigga, my dad get my, uh, he tried to go check me in the Long Beach, Jordan. I guess he, like, used one of his coworkers' address trying to check me in the Long Beach, Jordan. I guess he didn't really know how fucked up my grades was. That nigga sent them niggas my transcripts, and they told them they get the fuck out of here. That nigga can't come to the school. He's a fuck up. Nigga, I went to bed that night, my nigga. I woke up. Nigga, this nigga done broke all my CDs. This motherfucker done threw all my clothes out the closet. This nigga fucking ramshacked my room while I was asleep, my nigga. I ain't realize how heavy of a sleeper I was till I woke up. And it looked like, it, it literally looked like the police raided me, my nigga. Like, my dad fucked my room up. I'm like, dad, what the fuck going on? But it's like I was scared of this nigga growing up. So it wasn't like I was finna, like, confront this nigga. But I knew he did that shit, nigga. And I just act like nothing happened. And he act like nothing happened either, nigga. So I just cleaned my room up like nothing happened. I was like, fuck it. Alright, it is what it is, nigga. I guess you was mad that my grades was fucked up. Sorry, dad. Cause you know, when a nigga woke up, he definitely was like, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with your goddamn grades? How the fuck couldn't you get into Long Beach Jordan? Nigga went off on me. Nigga, I, I fucking did all this shit, nigga. I try to go check you in, and them motherfucker said your grades wasn't even good enough for you to even get to high school. Like I probably would have had to go to a junior high in Long Beach or some shit. That wasn't going to happen, my nigga. Hell no. But anyway, my nigga, we going to fast forward back to the story. So while I'm at Compton High, nigga, I get, you know, all my grades is pretty cool. Like I'm, I'm, I'm headed toward honor roll. All my classes, I got A's and B's, my nigga. But in English class, I had an A until that book got thrown away. Like I did as much work as I could, but you can only do so much work with no fucking textbook. I do as much as I could do in class, but by the time it was home and they like, oh yeah, you got this chapter review. I know I ain't going to be able to do that shit because I ain't got no book. Told the teacher, that bitch said, ask your buddy because that's who has the book. And I ain't want to snitch on my nigga and say he threw the book away. So I'm just like, okay. So my, my grade slid from an A to a C. Nigga pops, nigga, roll a nigga up, my nigga. You know, so I'm like, damn, nigga, me and this motherfucker got to get into it over some stupid shit. You know, and then I end up having to move away from this motherfucker. But the lesson in that shit is, nigga, no matter what the fuck I think I deserve or no matter what the fuck I think shit is supposed to go like, nigga, life going to be life. Nigga, life ain't fucking fair. You know, I wanted to be able to explain to my dad what happened, but that nigga didn't want to hear none of that shit. That motherfucker went off of just nigga. All I see is a progress report. I'm putting motherfucking hands on you. 
Nigga, behind this same teacher, I got in trouble over not having my motherfucking hair done in the classroom. I got brazed. Nigga, it was against the motherfucking the school policy to have my motherfucking hair done. Took my braids down, came home, fist the cuffs, nigga. Same shit. Nigga, it ain't about fair with this motherfucker. Nigga, this is how I feel. This is how you feel. So I don't give a fuck whether it's fair or not. I'm going to do what the fuck I'm going to do. And like I said, nigga, as much as I was mad at him, because, nigga, honestly, I probably ain't talked to my dad for like two, three years behind that shit. But again, nigga, I look at everything as a fucking lesson. Like, whether I fuck with you or not, I appreciate the lessons that I learned from certain motherfuckers. So when it come to him, that was just one of them fucking valuable lessons that I felt like I had to learn, nigga. Like, nigga, life ain't fair, my nigga. Nigga, no matter what the fuck you think something is in a fucking situation, it's going to be what the fuck it's going to be. You should always do the best that you can to cover your motherfucking bases and do 100% of the effort that you could put forth in any fucking area of life so you can get the best results possible. Because I'm pretty sure there might have been some shit I could have did, different ways I could have handled certain shit. But the swift motherfucking punishment was like, damn, nigga, this how you get cracking? And like I said, nigga, as fucked up as it is, because I still feel like it's fucked up to this motherfucking day. It was still a motherfucking lesson that I learned. Learned that shit the hard way. Learned that shit in a way that I wish I wouldn't have. Because I honestly feel like that shit put a big fracture in our motherfucking relationship. But, you know, it's just some, you know, some shit motherfuckers learn at different parts of life. Sometimes you learn shit in ways that you wish you never had to learn them. But it was a motherfucking lesson. What you say the Nightmare King? I got lucky and got a scholarship to a private school to get some one-on-one help. Yeah, nigga, I ain't getting no motherfucking scholarship, nigga. Not, not coming out of junior high, nigga. I was failing every motherfucking thing. Nigga, ninth grade, nigga, was was doing the best that I could, my nigga, because like I said, nigga, there was incentives in there. I'm thinking, nigga, I'm finna get a motherfucking card. If I handle my business the way that my dad told me to handle my business, I'ma end up with a car when I'm 16. But that shit didn't happen because, nigga, I had my mind set on this goal of getting a car at 16, especially because I was living with my dad, the nigga who promised me to give me a motherfucking car. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get me a car. Watch this. I'm finna buckle down. I'm finna do my motherfucking homework. I'm finna be a good fucking student. Because that was the thing, nigga. When I was at Compton High, nigga, I was genuinely doing the best that I could to be a good student. You know, amidst what was going on around me, which was the gang banging shit. And all of that, which, you know, like I said, nigga, I'm, I don't hide the shit. Y'all niggas know I became a part of that shit. But even amidst of that, I still did the best that I could to be a good student. But, nigga, you know, the our, our relationship just couldn't fucking sustain because the way that that nigga's methods was, nigga, I couldn't fuck with it on some real shit. Like, as much as I tried to, nigga, as much as I did the best that I could to be a good student and handle my motherfucking business, you know, nigga, I, I had to learn a fucking hard lesson. You know, and this goes back to what I'm saying as far as this show, nigga. In life, it's not about the fucking cards that you dealt. Because we all dealt a different hand. We all dealt a different deck of cards. You know, like, if I look at the difference between my mother and my father. When I was raised in the household with my mother, my mom didn't really have a lot of money like that. Like, nigga, my mom did the best that she could with what she had, nigga. She had four kids. It's only one her, nigga. None of our fathers lived in the house. Nigga, my stepdad was 
in and out. Nigga, sometimes he be there, 99% of the time, that nigga be in prison. You know, like I say all the time, nigga, my step-pops raised me from prison. Like 90% of the lessons that I learned from step-pops was either on a fucking collect call or the little bit of times that he be with us. I don't even think most of my childhood, nigga, my step-pop was out no more than a 365-day year. Most of the time, that nigga violate parole and be right back gone, like, most of my memories of my stepdad, that nigga was gone, but he did the best that he could as far as, you know, whenever we would talk, whenever he would send letters and shit like that, he'd teach me valuable shit about being a motherfucking man. You know, so like I said, that's not the best way to raise a fucking child, but the motherfucker did the best that he could, and I appreciate the nigga for the shit. You know, but back to what I'm saying, nigga, when it comes to the hand that you dealt, you just got to play the motherfucker the way that you play it. And no matter what hand you were dealt, you don't let nobody give or take away your credit for the motherfucking work that you've been doing, my nigga. Like, nigga, if you was raised in a silver spoon household, you know, like I said, nigga, with my motherfucking, my real dad, my birth dad, that nigga had bread, my nigga. Nigga, my dad always was on some square shit. He always handled his business. He had his little side hustles and shit that he would do. So he always had money. But that ain't had shit to do with his treatment of my motherfucking ass. Because like I said, nigga, my dad didn't believe in giving me shit. There was shit that I worked for and earned. There was shit that I might have had. That nigga made sure I had shoes and clothes and shit like that. But outside of that nigga, that nigga was not trying to do no type of shit that he would consider to be spoiled in my motherfucking ass. Where my mom, in the little bit that my mom had, nigga, my mom did the best that she could to give me all that she could out of the, you know, the money that she had to split with them. But like I say, nigga, my journey was my motherfucking journey no matter where I was living at. No matter who the fuck I was with, nigga, I had to do what the fuck I had to do, whether I was with the parent that had money or the parent that didn't have money. I still had to motherfucking handle business. You know, just like with humans in general. And when it comes to the credit that you get in general, my nigga, whether you live in a 17-bedroom house or a motherfucking project building or you raising a goddamn tent, you still got to fucking get your fucking grind on. Like when I see motherfuckers like Ice Cube's son, he was saying that a lot of motherfuckers was trying to knock him for being Ice Cube's son. Like, oh, nigga, these motherfuckers think they just gave me the role. Ain't nobody gay. That nigga a motherfucking thing. That nigga had to work for that shit. It's the same as what I tell y'all, and I've talked about this shit on multiple episodes. Kylie Jenner. A lot of motherfuckers can't stand Kylie Jenner. Why? Them niggas just motherfucking hating on some real shit, nigga. If you don't like Kylie Jenner, you just a fucking hater. Kylie Jenner ain't did no nothing to nobody. All she did was fuck her own face up with all that motherfucking plastic and get rich selling makeup. She she ain't got no victims. But the reason that I always bring up Kylie Jenner on this show is because she became a billionaire. And she was in Forbes magazine and all these different blogs that was giving her props for building a, a billion dollar makeup brand. And a lot of motherfuckers like, oh, nigga, she came from money. She come from the Kardashian clan. She was a millionaire. She started out with all this money. The same way that they would talk about Donald Trump. Oh, Donald Trump said he started out with a million dollar loan. Of course, blah, blah, blah. Like y'all niggas really make it seem as if because of your fucking background 
you have it easier than other motherfuckers. Like you ain't have to do no work. And again, like I said, nigga, there are motherfuckers that have obvious advantages over other people. Yes, that makes sense. Niggas got advantages. Just like a lot of us as black people have advantages, my nigga. Like, you just got to find the advantages and use them motherfuckers. It's just like if you play fucking dominoes or you play cards. I done seen motherfuckers playing dominoes get a handful of motherfucking fives and lose. I done seen motherfuckers in dominoes with a handful of bullshit and win, my nigga. Like, that's what life is about. Life is about how you fucking play your hand. It ain't about where the fuck you come from, nigga. Donald Trump had that million dollar loan, like everybody say. And when they ask a nigga, like, you know, a lot of people are talking down on you because you said you started out with a fucking million dollar loan. What do you say to that? He said, nigga, it's easy for me to call it a small million dollar loan because of what the fuck I did with it. Nigga, if you give me a million dollars and I turn that shit into four billion dollars, nigga, that's a four thousand time flip on some money that you handed me, my nigga. That's like if I gave you, you know, say a hundred dollars and you flip that shit into four hundred thousand dollars. That's what he did, nigga. That nigga made a fucking four thousand time flip on a million dollars. Nigga, that ain't nothing to fucking sneeze at. Nigga, that ain't nothing to shake a stick at. Nigga, that's a hell of a fucking accomplishment. The same with fucking Kylie Jenner. My nigga Kylie Jenner came up in the same household as Kim, Chloe, Courtney, and Kendall, my nigga. All them and uh, Rob, they brother. Them motherfuckers ain't billionaires, not even Kim. Kim, the biggest star out the household. She ain't no billionaire. Chris pimped all her kids. She ain't no billionaire. Kylie became a billionaire, my nigga. She she made a bigger flip than all them motherfuckers. Like, just think about it in this context, my nigga. There's thousands of professional athletes, nigga. A whole lot of doctors and other professions. People that have made a million dollars plus. Some of these motherfuckers, multiple millions. There's athletes that make hundreds of millions. Baseball players. Um, Shit, who, who, who? I think Antoine Walker, Kevin Garnett, um, Latrell Sprewell, Larry Johnson, um, Agent Zero, fucking, um, like, it's a lot of athletes that have had $100 million contracts. What did they do with that money? You know, y'all niggas say it like, oh, if somebody gave me a million dollars, I'd just make a zillion dollars like Donald Trump did. Where the fucking proof at, dog? Because a lot of niggas done touched a lot of money. Motherfucking um, quarantine. PPP showed the difference. PPP showed niggas. Okay, you got this $20,000. What you finna do with that shit? Balenciagas. McQueen's. Joe's Crab Shack. Whole lot of motherfucking seafood. Bunch of designer bullshit. And you back in debt. A lot of motherfuckers touched, nigga, like. Forty, fifty thousand dollars in twenty twenty, and what the fuck do they got to show for it? All that PPP, all that SBA, all that EDD, all these different motherfucking loans and scams niggas was doing. Niggas was touching nigga twenty thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars. And where are they now? They in the same motherfucking position they was in twenty nineteen, dog. 
So when you say that these motherfuckers had this leg up and this motherfucking advantage, what did you do when a motherfucker put extra money in your hand? Did you make any motherfucking investments? Did you buy Bitcoin? Did you buy Dogecoin? Nigga, did you buy motherfucking real estate? Did you do anything to turn that extra money into anything bigger than it was before you got it? So while you sitting here talking about these motherfuckers in life that have had these advantages, it's a lot of us who've had these advantages and didn't do shit with them motherfuckers. You know, that's the motherfucking thing. Like, nigga, it's a lot of motherfuckers that done touch money, dog. It's a lot of motherfuckers that have a lot of fucking advantages and don't use them bitches at all. You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers that be in the NBA, nigga, they got millions of dollars. What do they do with that shit? Spend it. You know, just like, nigga, matter of fact, it be motherfuckers talking bullshit about niggas who get a leg up or a motherfucking advantage on something. And these same people get like ten dollars or $15,000 every year on motherfucking tax time. And don't do shit with that shit, my nigga. These niggas get... You know, five to ten thousand dollars on taxes, my nigga. You can get a fucking you can start a fucking LLC for like a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars or some shit. Nigga, there's times where you can literally start an LLC for free, my nigga. There be websites that be offering free motherfucking LLCs for you to start a business. Because that's where a lot of motherfuckers they be talking that shit. But when it's time to actually demonstrate these things that they talk about as far as, oh, you had this and Oh, it, you only rich because this motherfucker, your daddy, you only rich because of this. You only rich because of that. Man, tell them motherfuckers, dog, nigga, I, I, I was dealt practically the same fucking deck of cards that you was, nigga. I just played my hand better, my nigga, because it's a lot of motherfuckers. You can literally get a ass $70 million and they going to fuck it up. Look at a lot of these motherfucking athletes, nigga. These athletes touch millions and went broke. A lot of these rappers touch millions and go broke. And, you know, I'm not even finna turn this shit into some nigga bashing bullshit because there's white doctors made hundreds of thousands, probably millions of dollars, and they went broke, my nigga. Like, this ain't just a black problem, dog. Like, it's a lot of white motherfuckers that done touched a lot of money and fucked it all off. If you look at a lot of these motherfucking TV shows, when they talk about a lot of these motherfucking lottery winners, nigga, these niggas be touching... Nigga, motherfucker win $20 million in a fucking lottery and go broke. So it's not all about, oh, I come from money, so I'm I'm rich. It's easy for me to get rich. My dad is famous. It's easy for me to get rich. Nigga, it's a lot of motherfuckers whose parents are celebrities, and they broke as a motherfucker. Go to Hollywood. You'll literally see motherfuckers who come. They, they parents are rich. They parents are celebrities, my nigga. If you walk up motherfucking Hollywood Boulevard, nigga, the fucking Walker fan, it's literally motherfuckers who was famous. Niggas who I seen on TV, nigga, I'll, I'll never forget, dog. I seen the the cousin from the parenthood. He was like the hood cousin. I forgot the nigga name. But, nigga, we was on Hollywood Boulevard. This nigga was selling fucking DVDs that he shot of himself on some little punk-ass bullshit camera. Like, literally hustling on the side of Hollywood Boulevard. Nigga, you was on TV before, nigga. Now you fucked up in life, my nigga. Like, I literally felt, like, bad for this nigga when I seen this nigga. Like, that shit really made me sad. Like, this nigga fucked up. 
And like I said, nigga, it's it's so many motherfucking advantages that motherfuckers get dealt in their motherfucking life, and they fuck that shit up. So like I said, nigga, it, you can't look at a motherfucker's position that they was born in and take away the credit that they that they deserve for the motherfucking position that they put themselves in. Because we all grown motherfuckers. We all got choices. What's going on? What the shit podcast? I see y'all niggas up in this motherfucker. What's going on? Cali uh tipping the old Cali key tipping on four foes. I know your motherfucking real name. I ain't gonna say that shit on the show, but what's happening? But like that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like it's too many motherfuckers in life that try to take a motherfucker's credit for what the fuck they did on the fucking journey that we all giving, my nigga. We all giving the same 24 motherfucking hours in our day, my nigga. We all giving the same fucking choices. Yes, some motherfuckers got more opportunities than others. But like I said, nigga, it's niggas who literally got all the opportunities in the world and squander that shit. So you can't take away credit from the motherfuckers who use those advantages that they had and did something great, my nigga. Because like I said, nigga, every motherfucker in NWA had a fucking son that probably looked like them. But only Cube's son made it into the motherfucking movie. Only Cube's son kept motherfucking pushing, my nigga. That nigga was in Cocaine Bear, nigga. That nigga was in, um, I think that shit was called Money Heist. Like, I done seen that nigga in like five or six movies, nigga. Like, I, I like him as an actor. That nigga's a great fucking actor, my nigga. And again... Yes, nigga, having Ice Cube as his daddy was a fucking advantage. But like I said, nigga, it's a million motherfuckers who didn't have famous parents. And they did shit with it, my nigga. You know, and this is the fucking thing, you know, because like in my head, now that I'm thinking about it, you know, shout out to my nigga. Uh, I keep saying, nigga, y'all niggas IG names be too long. But that nigga IG name is like love anyone except me. Some shit like that, nigga. But that's the homie. Shout out to him. He wanted me to redo the motherfucking hate poisoning episode. And this speaks to that. It's a lot of motherfuckers that will hate on your ass literally because you are a reflection of the fucking work they not putting in. They see you as the shit. They see you as the shit they not doing. Because like I said, it's easy to sit up here and shit on a fucking celebrity son because, oh, you got all these motherfucking advantages. But at the same time, this motherfuckers that shit on you and you live next door to them. You was raised in the same motherfucking area, nigga. It's motherfuckers shitting on their siblings. It's motherfuckers shitting on their cousins. It's motherfuckers shitting on their uncles, aunties, nephews, nieces, kids, parents, because of all type of shit. And it's like, nigga, like motherfuckers is just haters at the end of the day, dog. And you got to fucking... Keep making your moves, nigga, despite of these motherfuckers' punk-ass fucking opinions. You know, because that's the thing. Like, niggas gonna shit on you no matter what. No matter what you do, my nigga, there's gonna be motherfuckers hating on you. It just is what it is. And it's whether you succeed or fail, my nigga, so you might as well motherfucking succeed. You know, because that's the thing about hate, nigga. A lot of times the hate that you get in your life, you don't deserve that shit. You didn't do nothing to earn that hate that you got. It's motherfuckers that's going to hate on you no matter what, my nigga. It's motherfuckers that them niggas got more money than you, but they hating because you smiling. Them motherfuckers hate because you happy. Nigga, you ever be somewhere and somebody see some motherfuckers over there just kicking it and minding their goddamn black owned business, have fun? And then this motherfucker over here, look at that bitch thinking she the shit. Look at them motherfuckers over there being loud. 
Look at the motherfuckers with that bullshit on. Why she wear that? Why she look like that? Why she doing that? Bitch, why do you give a fuck? Why do you fucking care? Like, why are you sitting here mad that this bitch got her hair done? Why are you mad that this nigga jumping out of a fucking Lamborghini? You see a nigga hop out of a clean-ass motherfucking Rolls Royce. That nigga must be a drug dealer. That motherfucker must be scamming. Don't let the nigga be young. Don't let it be a young nigga hopping out some shit. Motherfuckers be quick to project they self-hate on that motherfucker. Oh, that nigga must be doing some illegal shit. He must be this. He must be that. Like, why he can't just be a young nigga with money? Why he can't just be a young nigga that's taking advantage of the motherfucking opportunities put in front of him? Why it always got to be some bullshit, my nigga? You know, because that's the thing. Like I always say, dog, like personally, I live by the creed. Live and let live. Nigga, you you live your life, I'm going to live mine. I'm not mad at you for living your motherfucking life, dog. You going to do what you going to do. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You getting money ain't taking no money out my pocket. So what the fuck you do for money? Congratulations, my nigga. You know, like I said, nigga, I, I love to see Ice Cube's son balling. That nigga's taking advantage of every opportunity that's put in front of him. That shit is dope as a motherfucker. Just like Easy e son, my nigga. Easy e son was raised like the rest of us, my nigga. Easy e was rich, famous, my nigga. Y'all niggas see, I got a picture of Easy e on my motherfucking wall in my motherfucking house. Big as shit. You know, like, I, I, I've loved Easy e my whole life. He's been my fucking idol. He was my childhood hero. Nigga, Lil Easy was raised in the hood like the rest of us, my nigga. Lil Easy wasn't no fucking silver spooner. Nigga, Lil Easy wasn't no nigga living in a fucking mansion in Calabasas with his daddy. Nigga, Lil Easy was raised in Compton. And he used every motherfucking advantage put in front of him to become what he is today, my nigga. Like, that shit ain't got nothing to do with who the fuck your parents is, my nigga. That shit ain't got nothing to do with what the fuck your parents is doing. You got to get your motherfucking grind on the way that you get your grind on in order for you to succeed. No matter who the fuck your parents is. No matter what background you come from. No matter how you was raised. Nigga, you could have been adopted. Nigga, you could have came from a motherfucking group home. Nigga, you could have been raised by motherfucking wolves. You still have to do everything you can to succeed in this motherfucking United States of goddamn America, my nigga. Ain't no motherfucking advantage. Yes, there's motherfuckers with privilege. You know, like I say, nigga, I ain't with that bootstrap shit. You know, because don't take this as that. Don't take this as, like, me on my Republican shit. Like, oh, you got to pull yourself up by the motherfucking bootstraps. No, nah, nigga, that's that bullshit. But at the same time, nigga, this is just me and how I feel in life, my nigga. I look around at motherfuckers and I see that, yes, there's niggas who have advantages, my nigga. But at the end of the day, nigga, I grind as hard as the fuck I can because no matter where a motherfucker is from that's in front of me, it's a thousand motherfuckers behind me. And I got to outwork they motherfucking ass. I got to outwork the niggas that's in front of me. I got to outwork motherfuckers that's standing right next to me, dog. Because no matter what, nigga, just like how we look at white privilege and all that punk ass shit, there's a white motherfucker right now standing on the side of the freeway with a sign. We'll work for food, need money for beer. My family got kept napped by ninjas and I need motherfucking karate. 
lessons and shit. Like they be having all these creative ass signs, nigga, white than the motherfucker sitting on the motherfucking curb, fucked up, broke. With all the white privilege in the world, my nigga. Because on some real shit, I tell y'all niggas all the time, it is what it is. I'ma say that shit out loud on this motherfucking show. Cancel me all you want to, nigga. I don't give money to white people. Period. When I see the motherfuckers on the side of the, the fucking uh song, the side of the street with that sign, I'm gonna use your privilege, motherfucker, and I keep on fucking driving, dog. It is what it is, nigga. You know, them motherfuckers don't be going out their way to help us. I don't go out my motherfucking way to help them, nigga. What's going on, my nigga Mike Thomas? Lingo up in this motherfucker. What you say? Our problem is we haven't created a stream of income for all our countries, Africa, back. Well, see, because all the thing is, dog, like, nigga, just ask black people, nigga. We just got to do a better job of networking and fucking helping each other. Me personally, nigga, I stay on code. When it come to us, I do the best that I can to help us in every motherfucking way that I can. But when it come to life, nigga, it's just some motherfuckers who you can help because you can. And then there's some motherfuckers that you just going to have to fucking leave behind. And it is what it is, my nigga. You know, like I said, I live and I let live. And I help where I can. But I can't drown trying to stop you from drowning. You know, like it was some shit that I said on the motherfucking Fire Session podcast. Shout out to the motherfucking Fire Session podcast with my nigga uh, Benji Banks, uh, Big Ken's Comedy, and um, Trisha Michelle and shit. Like, nigga, it's one of them things where I can't let you break me trying to fix you, my nigga. If you come to me fucked up and I'm fucking myself up trying to help you that's gonna fuck both of us up you know so i can only help a motherfucker as much as i can help him you know it's just like if you got a family member that's somewhere fucked up like i can't help you to the point where it bankrupts me like you fucked up so i'm over here like nigga oh nigga let me give you my rent money so you can pay your rent let me give you my light bill money so you can pay your motherfucking light bill now i'm homeless trying to help you and there's a lot of motherfuckers in life who you doing all the fuck you can to help they ass and they squandering everything that you trying to help they ass with. You know, like sometimes, nigga, there's just some motherfuckers in life that you just going to have to let fucking drown. You know, like this is some shit that. Like I, I say this shit all the time as far as the way that my mind work, my nigga, like it's just sometimes that you just going to have to let God's will be God's will. Nigga, sometimes it's God's will for some motherfuckers to fail. Like, we wasn't all meant to succeed, dog. Like, nigga, sometimes it was just written for this motherfucker to be fucked up. You know, there's just people who no matter how much you try to help them, they gonna fail. No matter what you do for them, they gonna fail. No matter what you try to teach them, they gonna fail. So you can't be a failure trying to help a failure, my nigga. Like, you can't keep pouring your motherfucking... All your your water, all your motherfucking juice, all your fuel into a motherfucking tank that got a fucking hole in it, dog. You know, like I say this shit all the time, like, nigga, I don't like wasting game on niggas. Like, I'll only give you so much motherfucking advice before I stop wasting my voice on you, my nigga. I'll only help you but so far until I realize that I'm literally pouring into a motherfucking tank with a hole in it, dog. Like, that's the fucking thing, like, nigga. If I shoot you some bread, nigga, you should be able to take that money that I gave you and do something with that shit. You know, just like I said, nigga, with the famous parents, nigga. These niggas had these advantages because of the help that their parents gave them. But it's a lot of motherfuckers that 
Nigga, your daddy was rich. He gave you a leg up, nigga, and you climbed with that motherfucker. Then this other motherfuckers, yo, your daddy gave you this, and you just felt like you just deserved that shit, nigga. You got complacent. You was like, shit, nigga, my daddy got me. I'm rich, motherfucker. I'm just going to stay rich, nigga. I'm going to live off my daddy name. I'm going to live off my daddy wealth. I'm just going to ball out because my daddy a baller. Nigga, that's, that's my life now, nigga. I'm blah, 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 son. Nigga, I know motherfuckers out here, nigga, literally. They not even named after their daddy, but they using their daddy name. Calling they self, oh, I'm little such and such. Nigga, that ain't your fucking name, nigga. Your daddy named David, nigga. Your name is Marcus. Why you calling yourself little such and such? You know, nigga, your daddy is a, a famous fucking person. And you ain't even named after him, but you calling yourself that. Like, niggas is literally living off the name of their parents. You know, like I said, nigga, this is the thing, nigga. We, we all got a journey that we on. So I don't shit on nobody for using the advantages that they have to get where the fuck they going. Because at the end of the day, all of us at some point in life had an advantage that somebody else didn't have. Nigga, me included, nigga. Like I said, nigga, there's motherfuckers who I see in life that they might have had more advantages than me. And I'm in front of them. And that's cool. But there's also motherfuckers that I look at like literally like nigga. Nigga, you had it way worse than me growing up. And you in front of me, my nigga. That's the reason that I always, nigga, no matter what, nigga, just me and the life that I live, I try to go hard because I know that there's motherfuckers who got dealt a worse hand than me and them motherfuckers is working their ass off to get ahead to where they got to go because that's the fucking thing. Like, you can't stop and look at a motherfucker and say, oh, nigga, you only ahead of me because of this. That's why you fucked up because you so busy looking to the left and to the right, nigga. You, you ain't worried about the the steps that you have to make. So I'm motherfucking intellectually petty radio. What's happening? You know, but like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, we got to fucking start spending more time paying attention to the motherfucking journey that we on, my nigga. You know, like I said, nigga, watching Ice Cube Sun, that shit is beautiful, nigga. That's black excellence. I love that shit. Just like with motherfucking Easy E, son, nigga. When I see Lil Easy out here doing this thing, because like I said, nigga, Lil Easy wasn't raised in Calabasas, my nigga. Lil Easy was raised in Compton. But even though he had the odds against him, nigga, he handled his motherfucking business. And he ain't Easy E only child. He just Easy E child that motherfucking handled his motherfucking business and reached the levels that he reached, nigga, to, to do what the fuck he had to do, nigga. Like, Everybody don't use the advantages that they have, dog. You know, when motherfuckers get them, I don't shit on nobody. Drake as well, my nigga. So Drake might be probably one of the most hated motherfuckers on the planet. You know, because he made the song started from the bottom. Now we here. And niggas like, you ain't start from the bottom. You was on the grassy. You got a Jewish mom, nigga. You had money. You from Canada and all this all shit. But again, think about how many motherfuckers from Canada, from his same neighborhood, didn't do shit. Drake damn near a motherfucking billionaire. All these motherfuckers that lived in this same neighborhood didn't do shit. Same with motherfucking Kylie Jenner. Nigga, that bitch got a bunch of sisters raised in the same house as her. She the only motherfucking billionaire. Nigga, you can't shit on motherfuckers for the motherfucking cars they got dealt, nigga. Look at how they played that hand. Same with Donald Trump. Small million dollar loan. It sounds it sounds preposterous when you hear 
small and million dollar loan in the same sentence. But it sounds like it make motherfucking sense when you sitting on four fucking billion. You know, and that's the fucking thing, nigga. There's motherfuckers that play they fucking hand masterfully, my nigga. You know, this is the thing when it comes to me in life. I always look at times that I sat on some extra money like, damn, what could I have done with that? Damn, what the fuck? How could I have spent that money over here? Because like I said, nigga, it's a million motherfuckers sitting on their motherfucking shoulders right now. It's a million motherfuckers that got all type of talent. It's a million motherfuckers right now that got great ideas. Why are they not exercising them? Because they looking at everybody else. Damn, man, if I only had this, I'd be here. If I had this like that, motherfucker, I'd be here. No, if you had some hustle, you'd be there. If you had some drive, you'd be there. If you stop paying attention with, to what other motherfuckers got going on. You know, I say this shit all the time, nigga. If you paid as much attention to your shit as you pay to the motherfuckers that you be hating on, you be in front of them. Like, nigga, it's a lot of motherfuckers that will sit here and shit on everybody that's motherfucking succeeding, dog. What's going on, Linda the Empress? How you doing? But, like, it's a million motherfuckers that's watching niggas that's around them, doing better than them, and they mad at them for how they got ahead. You know, because, like, I've talked about this shit, like, as far as podcasting go, it's a lot of motherfuckers that's doing a whole lot of little parlor tricks to get where they at in podcasting. And I'm not hating on that shit at all, my nigga. I'm literally just watching these motherfuckers do it and trying to figure out what it is that I can do personally to move my brand forward. There's motherfuckers that do shit and everybody else around them is fucking hating. It's a lot of motherfuckers that do different things. To push their brand forward that a lot of us don't fucking agree with. There's motherfuckers who do things to push their brand forward that piss a lot of us off. You know, like not to throw the homie under the bus because this is honestly a shout out. My nigga John Watson from the Sports For You podcast. Big shout out my nigga John Watson. John Watson, the Sports For You podcast. Them niggas record Tuesdays. And motherfucking Fridays every week, 6.30 p.m. live on YouTube and Facebook, right? Two episodes a week. This nigga will DM that motherfucking episode to everybody in the world, my nigga. This nigga will DM that shit to you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Whatever the fuck fucking platform he can DM that show to you, he's going to send it to you. That shit gets fucking annoying. He'll DM you like three or four times a week with that motherfucking show. But he's hustling, my nigga. He's trying to push his fucking brand forward. So even though that shit is annoying as a motherfucker, I can't hate on this nigga because I see what the fuck he doing. There's niggas buying followers, my nigga. Yeah, nigga, that shit is fucking, it's cheating. But am I hating on these niggas? No, because that's what they doing to push their motherfucking brand forward, my nigga. I'm not mad at the motherfucker for trying to do the same thing that I'm trying to do. Like, as as much as it might be kind of annoying, you know, sometimes you might have to, like, hit a nigga up. Like, man, quit sending me this shit, nigga. I'm, I'm unsubscribing from your DMs. Stop doing that shit. I'm already listening to your show all the time. Like, literally, nigga, every episode I do, 
Y'all see the Sports For You podcast behind me on the screen, but I still motherfucking, you know, I, I, I still get them DMs from this nigga. What's going on, Black Stallion Cigar? Man, you were supposed to send me some cigars, dog. What happened? You had to DM me, dog. I, I really wanted to, you know, try some cigars and shit. But, um, like, I don't be mad at how niggas push their brand forward. There's motherfuckers who I look at, and honestly, I think they corny. I don't think they shit is super dope. Nigga, I got homeboys. Nigga, I share their music. I be sharing niggas' podcasts. I be sharing niggas' clothing lines. I don't be thinking that shit is all that fucking spectacular, but I support because I want a motherfucker to turn around and support me. Nigga, whatever I could do to help a motherfucker push their motherfucking brand forward, I'm with it. Because like I said, nigga, I live and let live, nigga. Like, I can't spend too much time watching what other motherfuckers do to the point where that shit slows me down because that's going to fuck me up. Like, nigga, at the end of the day, nigga, like, I I, I believe in motherfucking karma, dog. Like, nigga, I'm going to support your whack shit because you might think my shit whack, too. So in order for you to support my whack shit, I'll support your whack shit, nigga. You know, most of the motherfuckers, you know, luckily I've been blessed to be around a bunch of niggas whose shit I genuinely think is dope. You know, like, y'all niggas hear me, you know, shouting out Shan all the time from the She Gets It podcast, King Jern from Frocast. Riders from Riders Live, nigga. I'll be on this motherfucker shouting out Linda the Empress and all these other podcasters. Rosie from the Rosie perspective. Like, these are motherfuckers whose stuff I genuinely fuck with. I genuinely support that. This motherfucking sweatshirt I got on, my nigga. I got this shit from The Plug in San Bernardino. The, at The Plug 11 on motherfucking Instagram. Them is my niggas. I fuck with them niggas in real life. I wear them niggas gear. Number one, because them is my niggas and I support them. And number two, because the shit is dope. Like, it's a it's a double positive, my nigga. But even if the shit was whack, I still support. I probably just wouldn't wear that shit in public. I probably just wouldn't wear that shit on my motherfucking show. But I at least buy it and support it because them my niggas. And that's like something that I, I believe in in the black community. Like, in order for us in the black community to move forward, nigga, we have to learn to support each other. Despite the bullshit. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers, oh, I don't support black business. It'd be too fucking expensive. Oh, I can't believe you'll charge this for that. But you'll go buy $700 Louis Vuitton belts and shit like that. You'll complain about the price of a black business, but your ass don't say shit when you buy some motherfucking McQueen or some stupid looking ass Balenciaga. Balenciaga make the stupidest looking shit in the fucking world. And niggas out here spending $700 Extra just so they can say they got some fucking Balenciaga. Nigga, that brand be fucking trolling you niggas. Them niggas will put some shit together that's ugly on purpose. And you niggas still buy it. But you'll fucking complain about the prices of a fucking black business. Niggas need they ass for that bullshit. But what you say definitely Negroes buying followers, but that's not real engagement. So how's that growth? That shit is growth because IG will literally pay you to go live when you got 10K. Even when it's some bullshit. You're literally only one or two podcasts I listen to. I appreciate that. What you say, what the shit, or the same Jordans every year. Exactly, my nigga. And that's the thing. Like, your friends, your neighbors, these black people in the community that you live in, they have these black businesses, and you'll find every excuse not to support these motherfuckers. But you'll run your ass to the nicer side of town that you don't even live on to go buy some expensive bullshit from some French gay motherfuckers. Like, you niggas will go take your ass out there to spend money on Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton, the people who have told us 
They don't give a fuck about us and they don't want us wearing their shit. Same with Gucci. Same with a lot of these. These niggas literally tell you, we don't want you niggas wearing our shit. And y'all dying to support them. Then you got a black motherfucker around the corner just trying to support their motherfucking kids. And you don't want to support them because, oh, them niggas motherfucking, um, they, they, they gave me bad service. I don't like that. They don't have good quality. I don't like that. But you'll spend $700 on a motherfucking shoe that's going to break apart the same way a motherfucking Adidas will break apart. A lot of these motherfucking designer brands, nigga, like them Dior's, nigga. Dior got a motherfucking shoe that look exactly like a fucking Chuck Taylor. That shoe, $1,100. Chuck's is probably what, like, I think they up to like $60, $70, $80 or some shit. I, I, nigga, I ain't bought Chuck's in decades. But this motherfucker look like a goddamn Chuck Taylor. And niggas spend $1,100 on a Chuck Taylor because it got Dior written all over it. But let a black business put black pride across the side of that motherfucker. You niggas will laugh at that shoe. Niggas do not want to, niggas don't want to support their own, but them motherfuckers will go support these rich white motherfuckers all day. And then you want to talk about some motherfuckers with a goddamn advantage or some goddamn white privilege. Nigga, black ignorance is motherfucking white privilege. What's going on, my nigga? Blackjack 94, Birmingham, Alabama, up in this motherfucker. You know, but like, that's the thing, dog. Like, nigga, our ignorance is a big part of their privilege. Their motherfucking advantage is the fact that we'll climb all over ourselves to support they shit. We'll skip out on our shit to support they shit. I think Telfar is a black brand. Niggas will shit on Telfar, my nigga. Oh, you got that punk ass Telfar? That shit raggedy. Bitch, that's our shit. Fubu. You see a nigga with some Fubu? Niggas a clown your motherfucking ass, and that's our shit. Like, we be so motherfucking quick to shit on our own shit. When we make some shit, black people make some shit, niggas. Niggas been wearing fucking Gucci, nigga, from the beginning of time to the end of the time. Niggas been wearing motherfucking Polo and all these other brands from the beginning of time to the end of time. The only brands that we swear to God has played out is our shit. Fat Farm. That's our shit. Oh, that shit played out. Uh, ha, ha, ha. You wearing Fat Farm. Oh, you wearing Sean John. Ha, 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 ha. Niggas will laugh at you for wearing some motherfucking black brand more than like three years. Everybody love motherfucking uh, Jay-Z and Rockerware, but motherfuckers will shit on you if they catch your ass and some of that shit. Like, that's the fucking thing. Like, motherfuckers, niggas be quick to hate on each other. Hell yeah, tell far they sold out because, hey, man, luckily there are people who support it. Like, I'm not saying that tell far is struggling. I'm only saying that I know there are, or let me not say I know there are, I know people personally who shit on tell far. Because for some reason, it's just easier to shit on black brands, dog. Like, I love Telfar. I don't wear none of this shit because I don't think they make nothing for me. But, you know, like, I, I did an episode shit real early. um, And it's crazy that I, I usually remember the names of the episodes that I talk about certain shit. Because um, it was the episode, it was real early. Like, it was like in one of the first five. It, it might have been in tech. Matter of fact, I think it was. I think it was the integrity episode where I was talking about how black people have designer brands. 
Nigga, we have, you know, high-end shit. We make high-quality shit, my nigga. And we need to be the ones that keep our brands up just like we keep Louis up, just like we keep Gucci up, just like we keep Dior up. All these motherfucking white brands, nigga, we need to do that same shit with ours. Nigga, we need to make tail far bigger than Gucci and Louis Vuitton. Nigga, all these black-owned brands, nigga, I remember Louis Stewart. I hope the motherfuckers are still in existence, but I remember Louis Stewart had bags. Like, it's a lot of bags that's, you know, it's a lot of companies that's black-owned, and we need to be out there supporting they motherfucking ass the same way we support these white motherfuckers. Because we make dope shit, too, nigga. We make doper shit. You know, like, I, I got to go look into who's the owner of Toten Carry, because if I'm not mistaken, I think that's a motherfucking black-owned brand. If them motherfuckers black-owned, nigga, I'm for sure going to buy me some bags. I don't even travel like that. But if them motherfuckers black-owned, I just go support because that's just the type of nigga that I am. I stay on cold. You know, like, I've been debating on whether or not I was going to do an episode about this shit because I already did two episodes called Money Ain't Power. But I really want to break down what power actually is and the reason that black people don't got this shit. And a big part of the reason that black people don't have the power that we should is because we don't use the power that we have. You know, the power that we have in our dollar is only powerful if we spend that shit amongst each other. If we spend that shit to help ourselves gain and retain motherfucking ownership. If we don't own shit, we have no power. If we don't use our motherfucking dollars for what the fuck they use for, and not for buying bullshit, we have power in our motherfucking dollar. But we be so quick to sell our fucking power because we think that having dollars is power. That's not power. If you don't know how to spend the money that you have, you don't have no power with the shit. Anything that you have, it in itself may be powerful, but if you don't use that shit, it has no power. Any tool that I put in your hand, if you don't know how to use it, it's fucking worthless. Just like money. You know, because like I said, nigga, I did two episodes called Money Ain't Power. But I didn't really hit the shit like I kind of wanted to because sometimes there's shit that I omit on purpose. And then there's other shit that I kind of be like, I don't really want to fuck with that because I don't want to have the feds knocking on my goddamn door, my nigga. You know, but like I said, nigga, when it comes to the Money Ain't Power episodes, dog, it's like this. I could give you a fucking million dollars, right? And a motherfucker who's who has the mind of power will buy land with that shit. You know, them motherfuckers will buy land. They will also buy something to protect that land. The motherfuckers will speak to people who they can use in the context of protection of those things that you put in their hand. A stupid motherfucker is going to take that million dollars and buy a bunch of bullshit and end up broke. That million dollars has no power in the hands of somebody who don't know how to use that shit. You know, like I said, nigga, same with a gun. Nigga, a gun is powerful if I use it the right way. But a gun has no power if I don't know how to use it. Nigga, you can have the most powerful gun in the motherfucking world. If you don't know how to aim and shoot that motherfucker, that shit is powerless, my nigga. I could whoop you. I I done seen niggas with a gun get their ass whooped. Because you didn't know how to use it, you didn't have the balls to use it, that shit had no power. 
You know, nigga, I could give you every fucking tool in the biggest, best garage in the world. And if you don't know how to work on a motherfucking car, that shit is worthless, dog. You know, and that's the thing. Like, nigga, we have to understand power. And again, I'm going to do an episode on this shit one of these days. But, you know, nigga, there's there's some shit that's that's kind of fucking heavy. And a lot of times I'll be wanting to, like, ease motherfuckers into certain content, my nigga. Because that's a fucking thing, dog. Like, nigga. If we don't understand the power that we have, we don't have no power because we have power. We just don't understand what the fuck it is. So we don't use that shit to the advantage that we should. You know, like I say all the time, if you call yourself a motherfucking Democrat, you spitting in Malcolm X face. Malcolm X said in motherfucking in the ballot or the bullet. No black man should identify himself with a fucking political party. And to this day, niggas is yelling, I'm a motherfucking Democrat. The, Re- the Republicans are liars. These niggas is this and these niggas is that. Nigga, the Democrats is just as bad as the motherfucking Republicans, but we be out here voting for their motherfucking ass. That's our goddamn problem. You know, our, our vote has zero power if the Democrat Party knows they're going to get it no matter what. That's a powerless vote. That's a worthless fucking vote. The reason the black community does not move forward what our vote is because we don't do shit to make them earn the motherfucker. Them niggas just come to the breakfast club and just show up. They don't promise us shit. They don't offer us shit. We don't make them do shit. We don't make them say shit. Kamala Harris did a fucking interview and literally said, I'm not going to do nothing. That's only going to help black people. And y'all still call this punk ass bitch auntie. This bitch literally told you she ain't going to do shit for you. And you calling her auntie. These motherfuckers literally tell you they ain't going to do shit for you. And you still vote for them. Niggas was so afraid of Donald Trump that we ran and voted for the motherfucking Democrats. That's why we don't have power. If a motherfucker can scare you, you have no power. These motherfuckers said, ooh, Donald Trump, he's the boogeyman. Even though when Donald Trump was a president, y'all niggas had more money than any of you niggas ever touched in your fucking life. Y'all niggas had all this PPP, SBA, motherfucking EDD, all this motherfucking extra bread. Did all that shopping, all that shining. And y'all niggas was scared to have Donald Trump back in the motherfucking White House. Why? What the fuck had y'all punk ass niggas so scared that y'all went and voted for this motherfucking old ass dementia having ass president? And this punk ass bitch who literally told you she wasn't going to do shit for you. Y'all niggas voted out of fear, nigga. There's no power in fear, my nigga. Them niggas scared your punk ass into voting for fucking Joe Biden. You pussy ass niggas, you scary ass niggas ran to the motherfucking polls to vote for Sleepy Joe because you were scared of Trump being president again. There's no power in that, my nigga. You know, like I said, nigga. If we don't sit the vote out and make them earn it, we have no power, my nigga. Niggas will punk your ass into thinking that, oh, you got to vote. You got to vote no matter what. Even if they not offering you shit, vote anyway. No. Nigga, that's like saying if you blind, drive anyway. If you don't know shit, nigga, do it anyway. No, nigga. If you not making me vote for you, I'm not fucking voting for you, nigga. Earn my vote. What you going to do for black people? Nothing. Cool. No vote. Period. I'll sit it out. 
earn my vote. That's power, my nigga. But again, we don't want to do that shit. Niggas will let you sit. Niggas will sit up here and tell you, oh, man, people fought and died for the for the right to vote. So you don't go vote against your own interests because some old motherfucker told you that niggas fought and died for your right to do it. You going to go do something incorrectly because people fought and died for your motherfucking ability to do it. Niggas fought and died for my motherfucking right to go drink out of the fucking water fountain at the park. And I appreciate them for that. But I'm not finna go do that shit, nigga. I'm not drinking no goddamn nasty ass faucet water. What the fuck? That's the fucking thing. It's a, a lot of shit that a lot of motherfuckers fought and died for that I don't do. Because I understand what the fuck I have to do. And that's the thing. Them niggas really fought and died for us to keep on motherfucking fight. That's what the fucking fight was for. For us to keep the motherfucking mission going. And I say all the time, you niggas is spitting in my Martin Luther King face. Y'all niggas spitting in Malcolm X face. Because a lot of the shit that them motherfuckers was fighting for, we don't even do. A lot of the shit them motherfuckers told us to do, we don't even do. Nigga, we don't vote as a black populace. We vote as Democrats. We don't circulate our motherfucking money and help each other. We go buy motherfucking Louis Vuitton and Gucci and all that stupid ass shit. Nigga, there's ways to have power. There's ways to express power, but we don't do that shit. Nigga, when when we get kicked in the face, nigga, we march. We don't do what the fuck we supposed to do. Nigga, it's a whole lot of shit that we can do to show and express motherfucking power. And like I said, nigga, I'm going to do an episode on that shit later on, but not right now. Nigga, I know I already cracked past an hour. So I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, cash at me at Uncle Dolomite, or get you some merchandise at TooMuchGamePodcast.store. T-O-O Much Game Podcast.store. I got some new merch on that motherfucker, so I got some new t-shirts. Too fly to be petty. Y'all niggas go check that shit out on the motherfucking website. Um, support the motherfucking squad, Townhouse Media, Town E House Media. Um, Patreon.com slash Townhouse Media. Support the motherfucking squad. Check out the other uh, Townhouse Media Podcast, Sports for You, Sports Number Four, Letter U. Live on Tuesdays and Fridays, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time on YouTube and Facebook. Check out the motherfucking No Rules Podcast on Thursdays, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time. Live on YouTube and Facebook. Follow me on social media at Uncle Dolomite on Instagram and Twitter. At Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram. Too Much Game Pod on Twitter. Like, comment, subscribe, and hit the motherfucking bell to get notifications on YouTube. But, um, I think that's it. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game.